Hello and welcome to Deep Dive with My Book, where we walk in agreement with the scripture found in 2 Timothy 3, 16-17. God has transmitted his every substance into every scripture, for it is God-breathed and will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Come along with us as we dive into scripture so that we too can be fully matured and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives us. In today's episode, we're going to talk about love. Um, Maybe not as is commonly talked about or as we are anticipating, but we're going to talk about love in relation to enemies. I was just thinking, are Christians supposed to have people they classify as enemies? And the answer is no. The answer I got anyways was no. Because if we're called to love our enemies without giving anything away, right? (laughs) If we're called to love our enemies and pray for them, then are they really supposed to be considered our enemies if we're loving them and praying for them? No. But I think this is just in reference to people... Because, you know, some people, like, like to fight for no reason. But <laughs> but this um, is a reference to people who consider themselves our enemies. So we're not supposed to hold grudges, um, um, hold unforgiveness against anyone, but we're supposed to love people, right? So... For us as Christians, we shouldn't be going around saying, um, my enemies, like my enemies. Even when the Bible says he, he will prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. I think it is the other way around. So it is people who consider themselves our enemies and not us considering other people enemies. And throughout this episode, you'll understand why. The focal text for this episode is found in Luke 6, 28. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, when someone curses you, bless that person in return. When others mistreat and harass you, accept it as your mission to pray for them. Yikes. Accept it as your mission. It means, like, to accept something means that it naturally isn't so, right? You have to accept it. It is what it is type thing, right? It is an instruction that Jesus is giving to his disciples. So if we consider ourselves Jesus's disciples, disciples of Christ, Christians, then we have to obey this instruction to bless people who curse us um, and for people who mistreat and harass us to accept it as our mission to pray for them. <laughs> How many of us? <laughs> you know, it's easier said than done, but um, his grace is sufficient. Like, how many of us will immediately, when someone mistreats us and harasses us, we will accept it as our mission? It, it takes intentionality and obedience, walking in obedience and and submission to like the instructions of of Christ to do that. Um, so basically, in the kingdom of God, an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth is no longer the order of the day. Um, Jesus said to his disciples in in John thirteen thirty four. I'm reading from Amplified and he said, I am giving you a new commandment that you love one another just as I 
have loved you so you are so you too are to love one another um it just says i have loved you so you too are to love one another it didn't say jesus didn't say love the people who love you in return he says love one another like love each other um there's a scripture that says that you shall love the greatest commandment is to love the lord your god with all your heart soul and mind and to love others as you love yourself now the others here or loving your neighbor isn't specific to your nice neighbor oh johnny walker the nice neighbor is who you're gonna love but peter walker i mean why why do they have the same surnames but peter walker he's he's quite frustrated like um he's hard to love so i'm not gonna love him we can't be selective of the neighbors that we we're loving because christ says to love your neighbor as you love yourself so love is is the new order is the new commandment that jesus gives love for god first and foremost like i said out of which we can love ourselves and others um, in, in, in today's focal text, Jesus is instructing us to display love in a way that we that, that may be foreign to the human psyche. I mean, he said, bless anyone that curses you and pray for anyone who mistreats you. Um, if this is not a call to love, I don't know what else is. Now, to the natural, it doesn't make sense, right? Like if someone is evil to you naturally, like your natural instinct is to retaliate in the same measure or even more, like karma and that right but christ is calling us onto christ likeness by doing the exact opposite so he says like tell you if someone if someone curses you pray, pray for them if someone curses you bless them ah! that is in direct contrast to what would naturally want to do but thank god that he gives us the power to do what the spirit wants and not what the flesh wants now god's that's not or jesus that's not issue that instruction and, and just leaves us to it but he empowers us to live it out and um, he does that by firstly setting an example not just on the cross but you let, let, let's let's take the cross as an example right he was on the cross they'd beaten him black and blue he was nailed to the cross um a crown of thorns on his head and um, they pierced his side and divided his clothes between themselves but then he said father forgive them for they know not what they do like if that is not love if that is not the perfect example of love and i don't know what else is this is why christ can say look just as i have loved you so you two are to love one another he set the perfect example but not just on the cross but throughout his life on earth like um a lot a lot of people did him evil <laughs> but we don't see in the bible we don't read ever that jesus stopped to insult them back or jesus stopped to do you see what i mean like jesus in himself is a perfect example of love and so he is calling us who are wanting to be like him to follow in his stead to follow in his leadership by blessing those who curse us and praying, making it, accepting it as our mission to pray for people who mistreat and harass us. The Bible says in 2 Peter 1, 3, um, that God has given us everything necessary for life and godliness. And that includes the ability to love, bless, and pray for the very people who cause us harm. Like, it is 
in you because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Um, the Bible says that if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us, he's able to quicken our mortal body. And that includes, like, quickening our mortal body includes giving us the ability to be able to return good for evil um, and to pray for people that are, King James Version says, people that despitefully or despitefully use you. <laughs> um, but yeah, God has given us everything we need everything we need necessary for life and for godliness so when he gives us an instruction he doesn't just sit and watch us struggle but he enables us philippians 2 13 for it is god who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure um let's look at a couple more scriptures that encourage us to bless our enemies or to love our enemies matthew 5 44 amplified version says But I say to you, love, that is, unselfishly seek their best or higher good for your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. I just love Amplify. I love how it it amplifies the text, (laughs) but I love how it expands on it. It says, but I say to you, love, and love there is expanded as unselfishly seeking the best or higher good for your enemies enemies and praying for those who persecute you like imagine like someone is causing you harm causing you stress but rather than going on your knees and hailing curses on them the bible says to unselfishly seek the best or higher good for them so that's synonymous to like going on your knees and saying father this person this person at work this boss this sibling this parent is actually like abusing me but because of your love that is in me that has been shared abroad in my heart according to romans 5 5 i am praying for them i am making it i am accepting it as my mission to pray for them pray for what exactly praying for them to change praying for them to to see their light to understand how much hurt they're causing me but not praying for their downfall or their demise the next scripture Romans 5 5. I actually <laughs> I actually quoted it a second ago, but it says, Such hope in God's promises never disappoint us. This is a part I want us to focus on, the B part. It says, Because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So the love that Christ is expecting us to show to people who curse us and harm us and harass us. Is the love that has already been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And this is why, like, when, I don't know, if someone does something to you, like, you'd realise that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you to, to forgive. Because you have the ability to, you have the ability to love through the Holy Spirit who is living in your heart. Our next scripture, Proverbs 25 verses 21 to 22. Still the Amplified Version. It says, if your enemy is hungry give him bread to eat and if he's thirsty give him water to drink for in doing so you will heap coals of fire upon his head and the lord will reward you (laughs) so it's doing the direct opposite to what like we'll naturally want to do to someone uh, who consider themselves our enemy because remember as christians we do not necessarily want to think of people as our enemies right so it says that if your enemy is hungry give him bread to eat and if he's thirsty 
give him water to drink. Like, do you see, this is what I mean by Christians aren't supposed to be going around calling people their enemies. Because you don't feed someone you consider your enemy. You do not pray for someone you consider your enemy. And um, because you understand that, tell it God loves God loves this person too. And he's called me to love them. So they can't really be your enemy if, if we're called to love them. It says, if your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he's thirsty, give him water to drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head and the Lord will reward you. God actually blesses us when we obey his commandments, when we obey his instructions, when we walk in obedience to his statutes. And one of them is to treat people who consider themselves our enemies with love feeding them when they're hungry like we shouldn't hold things against people and let that prevent us from reaching out to them in love if you see someone hungry who considers themselves your enemy the bible says to feed them if they're thirsty give them water to drink because when you do so you're heaping coals of fire upon their head um, and then God will himself reward you. And our next scripture is First Peter 3 verse 9, amplified yet again. And it says, and never <laughs> return evil for evil or insult for insult. Avoid scolding, berating and any kind of abuse. But on the contrary, give a blessing. That is to pray for one another's well-being, contentment and protection for you have been called for this very purpose that you might inherit a blessing from god that brings well-being happiness and protection that's first peter 3 verses 9 and again it's telling us not to return evil for evil or insult for insult like when people abuse us we shouldn't abuse them in return but it says on the contrary because again like the natural like the, the human nature is the return like if someone an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, right? Like return evil for evil, insult for insult. But the Bible says, on the contrary, be Christ-like and give them a blessing instead. Pray for one another's well-being, contentment and protection. Like, can you imagine how much it takes, like, um, strength of character to be able to go on your knees and pray for someone's well-being, contentment and protection who does not wish you well? Someone who's abusive to you. But this is what the Bible is instructing us to do. And remember, God gives us the power to do it because he has given us everything we need necessary for life and for godliness. But also, this Christ-like love, this God kind of love, is resident in our heart because he has shed his love abroad in our heart through his Holy Spirit. And the other thing I'd like to highlight as well um. I mean, when, when God says, this is my instruction, do this, do that, it always comes with a blessing. Like, take, for example, um, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I know your mother and your father, for this is the first commandment with a promise that it will be well with you. So for for any commandment, any instruction comes blessings if we follow them or if we obey them. And this instruction to love our enemies is no exception. I mean... The last two scriptures that we've we've read all say that God will reward us if we obey his instruction to pray for the well-being of our of people that are causing us harm um, and to love them in return. But again, if we look at um our focal text, Luke 6 28, I'll 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 repeat it. Um it says when someone curses you, bless that person in return. 
when others mistreat them and harass you, accept it as your mission to improve for them. Another purpose of this instruction is to enable us to rely solely on God for vengeance. What do I mean? Um, the Bible in Genesis 12 verse 3 says, and I will and I will bless, that is to do good for, benefit those who bless you, and I will curse, that is subject to my wrath and judgment, the one who curses, despises, dishonest, has contempt for you. And in you, all of the families or nations of the earth will bless. Now, this is a promise that, um, um, or this is a vow that God made, a covenant that God made with, and yeah, that's in the news, <laughs> that God made with Abraham. And he says that I'll bless you, um, I'll bless those that bless you, and I'll curse those that curse you. Um, now, why why is God asking us to bless people who curse us, but he's promising someone to curse those that curse him? We'll come to that Um but like I said, this was God's promise to Abraham. And, and now since we're by faith among Abraham's lineage, that promise applies to us as well. God, the righteous judge, will himself avenge us by giving every man what they deserve. Um, he says he will curse on our behalf anyone that curses us. Now, that's his job. Ours is to love and forgive such people and to trust him enough to allow him to do his job. So God says he's not, and this is not contradictory. And like I said, I'll explain in a few moments. But God says, look, my job is to bless them that bless you and to curse them that curse you. That's in the covenant of that I made with Abraham. And because we're now considered by faith children of Abraham, we are enjoying that promise as well, right? But he says, but you... Love them that curse you. Pray for them that despisefully use you. Romans twelve nineteen to 21 says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave, that, leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, let me explain. (laughs) God says to leave the avenging for him. And for us, we are to pray. Because see, God is pure. God is is a righteous judge, right? So there's not... The Bible says in him... No shadow of turning is seen. So God can never be made unrighteous or be made to sin when he curses people that curse us or he avenges on our behalf. But for us, on the contrary, because we're in in the flesh, because we're humans, it is very, very, very easy to fall into sin by retaliating when someone causes us harm. Like the Bible calls God a righteous judge. So he will not give to people what they do not deserve. He gives to people what they deserve. But he's telling us to love our enemies. See, the Bible the Bible says, and forgive us our trespass the Lord's prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. For us to be able to go to God and ask for forgiveness because we're human and we also falter. 
we have to first of all forgive people we have to love the people that we naturally do not want to love because we would need that same grace of god to be shown to us right the songwriter said those forgiven much should be quicker to give it um i don't know how much god has forgiven you but i know for me that god has forgiven me of a lot so it is it's only right that we reciprocate that forgiveness to others like when someone does something against us is to show them that same mercy that god in his kindness has shown us and leave the vengeance to him do you know why we we, we leave the vengeance to him and again I'm, I'm addressing that question that someone might ask that like if god is a forgiving god why does he curse people or that if he's asking us to forgive people and he's asking us um to love people that curse us and pray for people that curse us and why did he promise abraham that he would curse them that curse him and bless them that that blessed him um this is why there's a scripture in first john 1 verse 9 and it says if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins he is faithful and just that is true to his own nature and promises and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness that is our wrongdoing everything not in conformity with his will and purpose that's first john 1 verse 9 the amplified version um i'm highlighting the scripture because look when people do things to us we do not instantly like we do not naturally expect them to ask for forgiveness do you know that would that comes at a later stage but we instantly want to do something back in return right but god is saying that if if people confess their sins to him he is faithful and just to forgive them and to cleanse them from all unrighteousness so this is why god says do you know what you leave the vengeance to me and just love anyone that hurts you because god in his patience god in his loving kindness is gonna reach out to them to forgive them but remember that that person has to be in the position to benefit from that forgiveness that person has to want to be forgiven to be able to enjoy that forgiveness but that is not for us to do the bible says that the heart of kings is in god's hands and he changes it he turns it as he pleases like he turns it into any direction like the water course because god in his infinite wisdom and infinite ability is able to bring someone to a point of repentance he says leave them for me leave vengeance to me because remember that god loves this person right god loves this person and wants and hopes that they would turn around in their ways right but for us we'd want instant justice now god's i'll curse them that curse you isn't instant karma but god even so like i said loves the person that's caused you harm hurt or pain and he hopes that they will come to repentance second peter 3 verse 9 amplified says the lord does not delay as though he were unable to act right so this is why god wants us to leave vengeance to him and leave the cursing to him because he says the lord does not delay as though he were unable to act and it's not slow about his promise as some counselorness but it's 
extraordinarily patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So the reason why, again, like I was saying, God says, leave the vengeance to me. Like, bless bless those that curse you, but I will curse those that curse you. It's God's extraordinary patience towards the people that cause us harm wanting them not to perish but for them to come to repentance this is why in our focal text the purpose of that instruction is to help us rely solely on god for vengeance vengeance is not our jobs it is not in our job it's not in our responsibility god says leave them to me and when we leave them to god we have to trust that god also wants their best interests at heart so he says that he is extraordinarily patient towards everyone towards the people that cause us harm not wishing for any of them to perish but for all of them to come to repentance see remember again like i said those forgiven much should be quicker to give it god forgave you so why don't you expect god to forgive the person that's hurt you because are we saying we've never hurt anyone like we've never caused pain to anyone have we lived such a perfect life from the from the day we were born until now that we've never caused anyone any pain any suffering that God hasn't forgiven us of. Like, think about it. Someone has had to forgive you at some point in time. Had they rained curses on you because you'd done something to hurt them? Like, how many of us would still be existing today? Like, would all be wiped off the face of this earth? But God says, look, if people hurt you, forgive them, love them, pray for them. But leave, leave my job to me. Us seeking vengeance for ourselves and actually actioning it is us distrusting God's promise of vengeance is mine. We're saying, you know what, God, you've said vengeance is yours, but I, I kind of don't really trust you because you're slow. You don't actually, you don't actually um, kill them like I want you to or hurt them like I want you to. But God is saying that, look, he is not slow to his promise of vengeance like vengeance inclusive as some of us will count slowness but he's been extraordinarily patient toward everyone including people that have hurt you not wishing for any to perish but for all to come to repentance and i think and i believe that that highlights how much love god has for all people like even people who do not appreciate or recognize or put themselves in the position to um to receive his love he says look these people who cause who do nothing but cause harm to other people i don't want them to perish so although i've said vengeance is mine i'll repay i'm being extraordinarily patient to them so that they won't perish in their sin but they will come to repentance because i am the god who wants everyone to come to repentance i am the god who would wish that no one would perish that is what second peter 3 9 is telling us so when we leave repayment to god when we leave vengeance to god what we're ensuring is that the other person will be saved when we allow god to himself pay the people who have done us harm we're saying god this person has hurt me so badly this person has caused me pain beyond measure but because of the love that you showed for me 
and have asked me to show to them in return. I am giving them to you to revenge. And then God will say, right, I'm not being slow to my promise to you that I will avenge anyone that, that, that hurts you. But I am being patient so that this person who has hurt you will also repent and they will not perish in their sin. And I and I really I really pray that that would be the posture of our heart going forward. To anyone that causes us harm, to anyone that causes us pain or causes our friends or our family pain, that we won't instantly want to seek their downfall, but we would want to to love them in return. Um amplified says to unselfishly seek their best or higher good for them. And giving them up to God is what that does. When we say, God, vengeance is yours, step in and do what only you can in this situation, in this pain. What we're doing is we're unselfishly seeking the best and higher good for someone who doesn't deserve it. But we were in that position as well. Like God unselfishly sought out the best for us by giving his son to come and die for us. So who are we to actually hold it against anyone that causes us pain i want us to to think about that like (laughs) who are we to hold it against anyone that causes us pain and i hope going forward that in the instance or in, in in any situation where we're tempted to actually um not love someone that hurts us or to curse someone that curses us that we remember that the bible asks us like if we want to be like Christ, like the Bible says that God has made Jesus the first one of many brethren. And this is exactly what Christ did. Like I said, on the cross and in his life on earth, he, he said, father, forgive them. That's, that was God giving the people who, that was so Christ giving the people who hurt him into the hands of the father. And then the father actually saying that rather than doing instant karma, which I'm more than capable of doing, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be slow to my promise, but I'm going to be extraordinarily patient, to the point where these people, I'm giving them an opportunity to be saved. Give someone an opportunity to be saved by forgiving them when they hurt you, by loving them when they despitefully use you, rather than hold grudges, rather than curse this person do you know what the bible says that if someone does anything to you like if if someone slaps your your cheek turn the other cheek and that is giving them up to god for an opportunity for salvation and the bible says that forgive 77 times seven times like that is how much we should forgive so in the case where we're wanting to ourselves issue vengeance to anyone i pray that the holy spirit who lives in us through whom god's love has been shed abroad in our hearts will convict us and will remind us of the instruction to forgive and to love and to pray for people who rather cause us harm in the name of jesus amen amen if you have any questions feel free um, feel free to hit me up on my socials and ask any question that you'd like. But thank you for listening and I will come your way again in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening and we hope you've been blessed. Don't forget to engage with our socials. On Instagram, it's at deep underscore dive with my bow and on Twitter at dive with my bow. 
it was a pleasure having you and we hope to see you in the next episode if I'm being fast, not be rude and thinking it's cool, I'd launch me my way to